0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? Well, we've reached the end of another broadcast week and it's Hymn History Friday. We're going to spend some time looking at a hymn that has been of great personal benefit to me, uh, particularly lately here this past week. Uh, I released this on Friday Uh, to try to prepare people for the Lord's Day and just to end it on a note of praise and thanksgiving, which the hymns drive us to so many times because they're the product of people's walk with the Lord. And that's not any different with the hymn for today. If you did notice the title when you clicked on the podcast, you saw that the title of the hymn that we're going to be looking at today is Be Still My Soul. I don't know if you're familiar with this one or not. It's been famously sung by a lot of people. It's even been made it, uh, uh, been sung by a singer that appeared on that TV show. I think it's American Idol or something of that nature. Uh, but there have been a number of people that have sung this hymn as it has been a great blessing to the church. In fact, the author of today's hymn has really given a blessing to all of God's people in the lyrics to the hymn. Let me give you a little information about it. Uh, If we had to give a Bible verse today that would really uh, highlight what what the lyrics are all about in this song, it would come from Psalm 46 and verse 10. And I'm sure you've heard of this verse. If you haven't practiced it, then this Podcast today is designed to encourage you to practice what the scripture says. It, it says in Psalm 46:10, Be still and know that I am God. Um, the hymn's lyrics go like this: Be still, my soul, the Lord is on thy side. With patience, bear thy cross of grief or pain leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, thy best, thy heavenly friend, through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. Be still, my soul, thy God doth undertake, to guide the future as he has the past. Thy hope Thy confidence let nothing shake, all now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul, the waves and winds still know, his voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. Be still, my soul, the hour is hastening on, when we shall be forever with the Lord. When disappointment, grief, and fear are gone, sorrow forgot, love's purest joys restored. Be still, my soul, when change and tears are past, all safe and blessed, we shall meet at last. This marvelous hymn that has uh, been ringing through my head this past week, particularly the past few days, was written by a woman. And her name was Katharina von Schlegel. She was born in Germany on October 22nd in 1697. Uh, we don't know a lot about the background of Katharina, but it—it it, it, she has left us with an indelible uh, impression on our minds of somebody who certainly knew her scriptures well and that and would include both the old and the new testaments she knew what the uh what the scriptures were like in her hymn she would weave together in such a creative way uh and a remarkable way uh, the whole series of scripture themes and referencing uh passages that would span the entire bible uh she wrote it originally in german of course and a hundred years after its first publication in German, uh, there was a woman who translated it in, into English. Her name was Jane Borthwick in Scotland. She was a Scottish woman. As a matter of fact, her her, uh, her sister helped her. And she printed published it in a, her own hymn book called Hymns from the Land of Luther, Series 2. And so they prepared that in English, and they entitled it in English, Be Still My Soul. It has been actually sung uh, to several other tunes uh, other than what we're familiar with, but none of them really lasted uh, until the one that was done by Johann Julius Christian Sibelius. Uh, quite a mouthful of a word uh, of a t- of a name, but uh, he was a composer of music. He was born in Finland in 1865. He later changed his name to reflect the French form of Johann, and was uh, known thereafter as Jean uh, Sibelius. And he was also the composer for many orchestral works and so on. This particular hymn uh, has a great has had great ministry. In fact. Uh, It has ministered to my own soul this week in a profound way. Uh, You are learning about this hymn today because I've been waking up in the middle of the night, uh, the wee hours of the morning, sometimes those are the same thing, and I have found that graciously the Spirit of God has ministered to me through the theology and the teaching of this hymn because it was so full of so pregnant with biblical teaching that it just ministered to me in a time of need. Um, I've been humming the tune, and then silently in my heart the lyrics have been running through and washing over my soul, and they've ministered to me. You see, this past week has been one of those that uh, everybody goes through from time to time that has its points of struggle. There are times of heartache, there are times of disappointment. Do you know what I'm talking about out there? Those times when you know that it's going to be a rough time, the ebb and the flow of life. uh, That's the way it is. That's the way God leads his children. He brings us through things that strengthen us and hone uh, hone our edges to sharpen us and make us what we ought to be. Recently, I found myself reading an article that was written by a musician whose name was Sandra McCracken, and I credit her with this because it ministered to my soul to hear what she saw, what she uh, understood from the psalm, and how it was a blessing uh, from the song, and how it was a blessing to her. And she talked about how life was really noisy, uh, and and a hymn. I'm paraphrasing her, but a hymn like "Be Still, My Soul" really does something. To your heart and your mind, it, it reminds you of something that's important. It gives you assurance that in the noise of life, and life is so noisy, is it not? It's full of drama. It's full of struggle. It's full of difficulty. Uh, but in the in the in the struggle of that, and in the noise of life, I want to remind you what I've even been reliving this past week—that I was able to rest in the silence that surrounds me. It's almost like taking a pair of those noise canceling iPods and putting them uh, into or uh, uh, um, uh, putting those into your ears and turning on the noise cancelling feature of it, except it's even better than that. Uh, what she was suggesting in this song, Catherine Braunschlegel, anyway, she was suggesting that resting in the presence of the Lord in a sense of silence, being still before the Lord. Uh, Psalm 37 and verse 7 literally says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Psalm 46 and verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. The Bible constantly gives us that assurance that in the noise of life, my soul is held secure in that silence, silence that surrounds me. It's, it's the, the, the noise of my Struggle and my doubts and my difficulties, and my trying to make sense out of confusing things in my life. Maybe it's disappointments. Maybe it's hopes that you have that were shattered. Maybe it's a betrayal of a friendship, whatever it might be. And the noise of all those emotions in your daily life, in your work rhythms of what goes on in your life, silence between all of these dramatic happenings or Silence in the times, in between the times of disappointment and brokenness. Um, those times are good when I am able to see who I am in my relationship to God, to make space in my life to sit in the presence of the living God and to be able to know who He is. And it's not a kind of silence I'm talking about that's like a mysticism or transcendental meditation of any sort. Uh, but And it's not even like the white noise that cancels out regular noise like those noise-canceling headphones. But rather, it is a silence that is tempered by and saturated with a knowledge of the truth of who God is. That's what I'm arguing for. It's a silence that helps me. To make sense out of circumstances, because I am, I know who I am because I've returned in my focus to who God is. Um, Sandra McCracken even described it like music. You know how, if you're familiar with music at all, you know that the melody, uh, the the notes actually have space in between them. And she was saying that the space of silence between the notes is just as important as the notes themselves. Because in doing that, God then is able to compose a melody in your life. She didn't say it that way, but that's kind of the way I understand it. And it's those times in between the notes that you pause in silence and you're able to really see yourself for who you are and you're able to see God for all He is. And I want to challenge you right now. Uh, Psalm 65 and verse 1 in the original text, in the Hebrew text says, to you, O God, silence is praise. Now you think about that a minute. Silence is praise? You mean I don't have to say anything? I don't have to to, to do anything. I can just be in God's presence and let that silence wash over me. Well, Job said it in Job 121, uh, and Katharina von Schlegel echoed it in her lyrics when she said, Be still, my soul. Your Jesus can repay from his own fullness all he takes away. Well, those are challenging words to us, is it not? But that's just exactly what this hymn teaches us. To be still, my soul. To rest in that silence in the presence of the living God. He, she said, the Lord is on thy side. With patience bear thy cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change he faithful will remain be still, my soul. Is your soul at rest? Do you take times in the silence and meditation in the presence of God? It's a prayer time that's not noted for speaking a lot of words. It's a prayer time of just sitting in the marvelous goodness and love and basking in that of your loving Savior, that in spite of my failures and my short-sightedness, in spite of all the, my 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 doubts and my difficulties and struggles, that my God loves me, and He is on my side, and with patience, that'll that I can bear my cross of grief or pain. Leave it to Him, and that's exactly what He does, doesn't He? When we practice silence. Uh, Sandra McCracken said, then I can see how God makes a symphony out of my life. He'll do that for you too. When you keep your eyes fixed on Him, you may not see it at first, but the great composer of heaven is developing in you a beautiful thing that will resound to His glory. God bless you. Walk with Christ. Be in the house of God. This first day of the week is coming up, and let's reboot our minds and draw our spirits into conformity with Scripture. God bless you. Walk with Christ.